0: I just decided that uh, making rockets was great making airplanes was cool but making billionaires is a little bit better and i walked away from a six-figure job uh went from six figures a year to six figures a month and i don't think i would ever go back so.
1: hey gang the headley group real estate show is a video audio podcast designed to highlight and interview real estate professionals entrepreneurs and other fields alike the mission of our podcast is to acknowledge people of color and show their successes and in return, help our audience learn from them and pick up tips and tricks in building additional income. Hey, ladies and gents, we are back. Another great episode on the Headly Group Real Estate Show. Uh, when I say we got a treat for you, sometimes you hear me say that a lot, right? And again, one thing about our show, we keep it honest and we keep it real, Uh we got a young lady right here that's gonna drop some, when I say jewels, a jewels times 10. Uh, when they really, when they say focus on one thing, and I do believe that, but this young lady right here is focused on multiple things and succeeding at it, right? Not just talk, cause you're gonna see her page, you get a lot of people talk, but she actually back it up. First of all, let's give a highlight to some of her, her little accomplishments. She's an entrepreneur, founder, designer, an author, and she's a speaker. Uh, Innovating tax appearance. She's going to go in depth about crypto, digital, all that great stuff. Uh, Yahoo Finance article. She retired. Listen to me now. Retired at the age of 24 from NASA. That I mean, she's pretty smart when I say NASA. Uh, attained a six figure income in entrepreneurship. The name of her book, which we're going to talk about Going Viral Digital Composition. Let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Tia Bolden. How you doing, sister?
0: I'm feeling amazing. i uh, blessed to be here. Just thankful for Mike uh, and the Headley Group just allowing me to come, extend a little bit of my expertise to your platform, and hopefully inspire a couple more lives on the ways that we can impact one another.
1: So I'm thankful well, for you and excited. Well, You know, some Tia. Well, thank you, and 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 like I said, we keep growing our show. Actually, one of our team members here. Okay, she's up now. I don't want to speak on death in specific about. The, the relationship and the, and how the connection she has with, with V. She preferred to be called V. Uh, <laughs> but she said, listen, you got to get on the show, Mike, because she's going to speak to an audience for the people who want to receive and the people who don't want to receive. So, T, we're we, we going to dive into it. Of course. all these great things you do here. First, I got to highlight retiring at the age of 24 from NASA.
0: Oh, yes.
1: That's unheard of. How is that? And And walk us down that lane
0: so i'll be honest with you i have a lot of people ask me what was wrong with master what didn't you like about engineering and the truth of the matter is there was nothing really wrong with it uh, i i always tell people if i could go back uh, and work Three days a month, whenever I want to, wearing what I want to at the time that I feel like it, I would. Um, My Mm. issue wasn't with the position or the job, it was with the demand that came alongside it. Um, Mm. I don't have a problem with engineering. I actually have two degrees in engineering a bachelor's and a master's. I just have a control with someone telling me what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and where I need to be at a certain time of the day. So that's why I left. Um, I actually was into entrepreneurship about two and a half years before I retired from NASA. And uh-huh. um, I realized every single day you wake up, you get two decisions. You can either chase your dreams or somebody will hire you to chase theirs. And on April 24th of 2020, I just decided that uh, making rockets was great. Making airplanes was cool, but making billionaires is a little bit better. And I walked away from a six-figure job, uh, went from six figures a year to six figures a month, and I don't think I would ever go back, so. T,
1: T, little- we gotta unpack some of that div um, okay, <laughs> bachelors and the masters, right? I mean, just engineering work for NASA, like I said, the intelligence has to be through the roof. Right. Right. From what I read and what I've seen people who are engineers are a type, they just got to yes. read everything. And, but they, yeah. but but then the entrepreneur side, where is this? Hey, I'm taking risks. like, yes. how did you mesh that together?
0: So it's funny because when I was in engineering, I had a lot of people tell me, you don't seem like an engineer. You don't act like an engineer. And I'm like, is mm. it because I'm not boring? Is it because I'm not white?
1: Which one is it? Mm. <laughs> and I, was, I like the way dudes. you keep it real. Exactly.
0: Of course. And I just, I didn't really understand the clarity behind it. And as I started stepping into entrepreneurship, speaking more, uh, taking those risks, I think the biggest change came with uh, realizing that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always have what you've always had. Mm. So I said, okay, I've gotten my degree. I've done engineering. I've seen how this works. Let me test out something different and see what God has in store on this side. So I took a leap, like you said, but it's probably one of the best leaps I've ever made in my life.
1: Wow, wow. You, you. first of all, I, I believe in, like I said, I, I never met you before, but you, you you have a great aura. And I'm quite sure people are drawn to you. Right? Just, just be, you so you mentioned speaking, right? And, and I don't know if you've always been a talker. How has that helped so far with that communication with entrepreneurship? Like, how, like, where are we at with that?
0: So, I actually began speaking in the church. Uh, I was a youth pastor mm. uh, in a Baptist church, you know. They always, oh, call hold on, I didn't highlight
1: that. A youth pastor, something else that we have to have. Okay, youth pastor. Okay. I
0: was a youth pastor, and it's ironic because our senior pastor is actually my speech coach for public speaking. Mm-hmm. So, it ties in together. But when I was a youth pastor, I developed an understanding for audiences and how to reach different types of people. So when Mm. the skill was transferred over to entrepreneurship, you know, the skill stays the same. You just, the audience is the only thing that changes. So I had to start reading different rooms, understanding what people want to hear, what people are in need of, and just transferring it over. So I had a little understanding in the background of speaking beforehand. I did Toastmasters. I have two certifications in Toastmasters. And when I brought it over to this field, the only thing that was required was more energy. Uh, people like the natural passion and true excitement for what you have they don't really want uh, boardroom all the time so being able to lift rooms with excitement is something that helped me why a bit my as well
1: so do you feel as though your speaking made it easier to capture the client so to speak in a good way
0: Yes, because one thing I know about leadership, uh, the highest level skill in leadership is communication itself. Because without it, you won't be able to reach or touch the lives of people. So learning the art of communication, of uh, the understanding of effectively communicating with different types of people is something that traversed from engineering, church, entrepreneurship, you know, clothing brands, to all different things. There's no successful way to run a business without communicating. So I would say 100% speaking is something that started the foundation.
1: Mm. So, you left NASA. Correct. You moved on. You said, "I want to get this business Correct. going." So many Correct. different titles down here. What was that first business, and how did you get that so, kind I, of get it going?
0: Um, so, my first business I actually started before I got to NASA. I began when I was in college. Um, I mm. was a graphic designer, and um, okay. be, being Greek, um, I don't know, like D nine fraternities and sororities. Uh,
1: okay, I'm a Delta. okay. Are you a de- <laughs> I, now? <laughs> I see the connection. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, the Deltas, give shouts out Deltas out there and all other sororities, okay.
0: And a special shout out to Jada Jones as well, one of my top mentees, incredible. She's changed the trajectory of the organization. But being a Delta in college, um, a lot of my friends would see that I was making flyers for our organization and they would say, hey, could you do one for hours? Could Mm -hmm. you make one for hours? And one of my line sisters said, you know, you should be charging for these. I said, really, I can charge for these? She said, yes, charge people for the flyers and i started charging you know little by little and it turned into every organization one of their flyers done by me uh the student government association i was doing publications for the school um, i was putting out documents and official documents for the university itself and it all started from just making flyers on my laptop so um i took graphic design seriously i got my certification in photoshop um, i became you know an official graphic designer began my llc which is called tia graphics abbreviated for technology and action uh, and that's that's where it is now now it's about a five-figure brand uh 14 years running and I- i'm thankful so that was the stream that i had before you know i even started working uh full-time
1: wow you know see it's, it's like there's so many golden nuggets just in that moment there you said i'm in college I'm, i was doing something for me and i literally made a business out of it right, right. and you kept going with it and, you know in the uh, i think when people in school they just worrying about how i'm a, I'm going to get through this class. Right. <laughs> right. And you literally took took a business to another level. All right. So after now the business is up and going, when did you said, I want to be a designer? I want to I start my designing business.
0: So the, the designing, I actually have an apparel brand. I'm wearing one of the hoodies now. We call it I the see. Crypto Millionaire Collection. Oh, we're going to um, dive so into
1: that. We're going to dive into that topic. <laughs> but I see that. I like your transition too, but that's great.
0: For sure. Um, I got into designing, it kind of was tied in with the graphic design because my friend okay. told me, he said, if you can make graphics, people can wear them. I
1: mm-hmm. said, okay.
0: And his name is Dustin Owens, new age CEO. I don't know if you've heard of him. But, well, um, say it
1: again. What, what is it again?
0: Dustin Owens, new age CEO.
1: New age CEO. No, I have not.
0: Oh, he's okay. awesome. You would love him. Um, he okay. told me, he said, you can graphic design, people will wear what you design. I said, are you sure, Justin? He said, just make one thing, see how many people buy it. I said okay so i took one shot uh started putting out t-shirts and prints and people started buying them i said wow you mean to tell me one skill and that's my favorite thing about entrepreneurship it's such a melting pot once you take one skill and then you mix it in with another and stir it up with another now you've got this incredible you know creation with just your skills themselves and i think that's my favorite thing about entrepreneurship as a whole
1: so let me ask you something d just because, like I just said, I mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned a few seconds ago, your personality is, is large, right? And do you, did people buy the shirt? And again, I'm the one to knock knock what you was doing in terms of how you was putting it out there. But do you think they bought it because of you? Because of who you yeah. are? Yeah. Okay. I think
0: okay. one thing I understand is that people people don't buy into brands. People don't buy into companies. People buy into people. So, uh, you know, I kind of use this, I use this reference um, a lot of times when I'm helping some of my new mentees. I'm like, you can tell somebody about the business all day long, but if they're not excited about your energy or how you feel about it, they don't want to hear a thing that you're saying. I know that um, back when we were younger, uh, I used to sell, well, the fundraisers we did in elementary school, Krispy Kreme donuts, um, the catalogs, cookie dough, and whenever I would tell people about it, they didn't purchase the cookie dough because they wanted chocolate chip. They didn't purchase Krispy Kreme donuts because they wanted a dozen. They purchased because they wanted to support a little girl pushing towards her dream. So we kind of sure. have to carry that mindset in the entrepreneurship. People want to support you. People are more interested in why you're doing what you do than what you do itself. So I mm. realized if I can help people understand my why, what I'm doing it for, they'll understand that I'm an actually authentic in- individual and not just some poster up here pushing out sales. So.
1: Mm. I like that. What um you, you like I said, so many great things you just mentioned in here. The fact that you have this great thing what's going on in this world today is the whole crypto space. And and I see okay. that, you know, you and and you are very knowledgeable in this space yeah. here. Um for the people who said this is a fad, this ain't going nowhere. I mean, I mean this oh, is a okay. fact, this is going, this is this will last today, but going tomorrow. This is not the real deal. Give me your insight on where you see crypto going. Okay. And is it just a fad?
0: So I'll be honest. uh, My parents actually are part of the crypto is a fad crew. And it's funny, but I understand their fake because of the generation they came up in, Mm. uh, because of the the lack of access and the minimal resources that they were provided. And then I think that kind of pushes me further into the calling of teaching the masses about what this is and how it works. You know, a lot of people said crypto wasn't real until Facebook turned into metaverse. Mm. A lot of people said that the coins were fake until people made billions of dollars in days on Shiba. So it's mm. almost like we want to tell ourselves that it's not real, but the truth is that we aren't really educated. And as our people, you know, our, our people, we tend That's to it. look down, we don't understand so i feel like the the issue is not so much crypto being a fad it's the okay. education of us understanding crypto to make it real and i've made a push to actually utilize my platform to make crypto relatable to us because a okay. lot of times it can seem like on the news or on different podcasts that don't cater to us it can kind of go over our head so i do my best to make things understandable and i'll give you an example um i'm not sure if you're, you're with uh decentralized finance
1: Correct. Well, I'm not, but okay. I've heard about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So decentralized finance may, means that it's not tied to you. You're tied to a blockchain. Right. So people don't know whose it is. They have what's exactly. called gas fees. uh Gas fees are basically, I like to call it the shipping and handling. You're going to pay it whether you're moving crypto from one space to another. So I saw a video of the lady's explaining gas fees. She's using terms that are going over a lot of people's heads. So yes. I recreated it. And nice. um, when I created it, I said, hey, anybody got the gas? And like, all my friends are like, whoa, Tia, no. And I'm like, relax, relax. <laughs> I'm talking about these gasses. Correct, not that crazy. kind of gas. yeah. Exactly, and it went crazy mm. because our people can relate to us better than anybody else. So mm. I'm, really, I'm really taking it upon myself to see, how can I take this information and using my engineering expertise and make it relatable using my, you know, black expertise as well. Exactly, you. Got you. So exactly. We have mm-hmm. and a happy medium of understanding there as well. So hmm. that's why I'm so passionate
1: about crypto. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us, we really appreciate that. I like that, I like that. The fact that you, like you say, I'm going to, over here, because it can go over your head, right? If you're not- yes. If it, it's like, what are they talking about? On right. top of if the belief system is shaky, right. you, you won't even you won't even follow, you won't even follow it. Um, you got the you said the, the name of the shirt you got on right now. It says, "Go ahead and display it for everybody." Okay. okay, so crypto. Like I said, you gave us a little insight. Like, give us exactly what is crypto. Tell us that from the elementary level. What is crypto? Okay. And. Sorry. What I know is a digital currency, but I want you to go a little more in depth. On
0: okay, no problem. So if I was explaining this to a three-year-old, I'd yes. say, um, do you have a dollar right now? And if they said yes, I would say tomorrow, will that still be the same dollar? And they'd probably say yes. i say, well, Friday, will that still be the same dollar? They'd probably say yes. i say, if this was crypto or Bitcoin, it wouldn't be the same today as it is on Friday. And of course the child would ask me, why not? And I would say, because cryptocurrency is always moving. That's my favorite thing about cryptocurrency itself. It doesn't stay in one place. Yes, it moves down, but yes, it moves right back up in the same respect. So if I could give you a currency that's continuously growing, showing you a return, whether you're doing anything with it or not, would you mm-hmm. be interested in having more of this currency? And what would the mm-hmm. little bit say? <laughs> Most likely. So that's how I would break it down um, because I don't like things to go over people's head. I don't like to have anyone feel uh, uh, misunderstanding or inferior when teaching them knowledge, but I like to keep it relatable and understandable to all people. Mm.
1: What what spiked your interest in? What made you say, well, I need to, I need to get on top of this because I do not be left behind.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that. So uh, my favorite cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. Uh, we have the name and same initials, BTC and TCB.
1: So okay, okay. <laughs> I feel that okay, we are like related. That.
0: And uh, actually when I began my investing journey, I kind of started getting my feet wet. I took a dabble in Forex. I took a dabble in binary options. And for some reason, me and crypto just...
1: How, well, go ahead. how, how long? How long How long ago did you start your journey? And, and
0: Four years ago. So on four. April 18th, my fourth year. Yes. So I'm a senior. I'm a senior. <laughs> I'm yes, a senior. you are.
1: Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll be going on four years on April 18th. Uh, and when I first started, that whole first year was like trial and error. I said, is this going to work? Or do I want this to work? Or is this going to mm-hmm. work? And I just kept testing things out. And when I got to Bitcoin, I began studying market patterns and market trends. And for some reason, the market patterns on Bitcoin made the most sense to me. And uh, Bitcoin is actually the commodity that I made the most money on In one setting. Um, I made $27,000 um, when Bitcoin went from 40K to 60K. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Yes, 20... I did
1: remember that. I did.
0: When it went from 40K to 60K, I made $27,000 um, Withdrew, Drew, uh, put it into one of my investment portfolios. And that's what told me, this is my thing.
1: <laughs> so... let's, let's get a round of applause on that sister. Thank you. Round applause. applause. You saw an investment, an opportunity, and you wasn't you didn't wait to say I gotta see everybody be successful before I dive into it. You You got knowledgeable on it. Go ahead.
0: I have a reservation about that, Mike. Um, I've learned that ninety-seven percent of people have to see others do something first for them to do it. But the three percent who actually do it first usually are the ones that employ the ninety seven percent. So I'm thankful that you make yourself. The Headley well group
1: being that 3% as well. Definitely well said on that. And I don't know why we get this, well, I gotta see it first. So then once you see it, it's because now like you just gave that great analogy of what you made. So now people are like, hmm, now I want to be a part of it. You know. So exactly.
0: and, you know, I, I have reservations about that as well. I have a okay. so I have a lot of friends who uh come from the hood. Uh we went to undergrad together and they always tell me, oh yeah, T, you know, I gotta see you do it first and then I'm gonna uh, do it. And that's funny because we sat in class together. You didn't see me pass or get my degree first, but Ooh. we took the same courses. I said, when we went to the club and ordered drinks, you didn't see me get my shot first before you ordered yours. I said, I said when we go to football games, you don't wait till it's over to come see how the game goes. But for some reason, when it's a skill that could actually change your entire life, you want to hesitate, see me retire from a six-figure job and go on forward and then come back and say, hey, now I'm ready. So I always kind of wondered, what is really the dynamic behind I have to see you do it first?
1: That's true. But but then, by the time you want me to say, hey, I want to be a part of it now, then then I, I used to Not be here now, I'm Not gonna have to charge same. you now.
0: <laughs> Not the same, Mike. The love I could have given you when I first started, when we were both struggling together, is exactly. so different than now when I have, you know, thousands of mentees getting help and I have to teach you through a Zoom. We could have been one-on-one on FaceTime. Mm. So it, it's way different. It is a difference. Where'd,
1: the, where'd you go to school at?
0: Um, so for my undergraduate studies, I went to Savannah State University in Savannah, Savannah Georgia. Savannah State.
1: That's, I know, let's let's give a my my shot backwards. to a fellow HBCU. Okay. HBCU Prime. That's right. <laughs> Go Tigers.
0: Uh, and then for my graduate studies, I went to the University of Louisville and
1: Louisville. got my master's for engineering. Nice. Nice. So, V, now, now we gotta, we're got we staying on topic, but we're going to do another uh, the transition in terms of you being an author. What made you, okay. typically when people write books now, clearly there's no certain timeline, but they get a little older, they get a ton of experience, and they get all these accolades, even though you do have a lot. What made you say, let me put a book out now?
0: I, I, wow, and it's funny you ask this, Mike. I'm going to give you the real answer, because a lot of times I give people the textbook answer. Yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> um, you keep real on I'm the I'm going to give you, you the real, real answer. Deal. Yeah. Um, I have a friend. Her name is Taylor Allen. She's, you know, my sister, my faith friend, my business partner. I asked her if we could do a Women in Wealth Week because I feel there's not many women of color in entrepreneurship speaking on their journey openly. So I nice. said, Let's do a Women in Wealth Week. Would you mind speaking on branding? Her brand is impeccable. I study her. It's called The Woman Air on Instagram. And I said, Taylor, The, the Woman Air? Yes, The Woman Air, A I R E. And um, at the end of the call, I said, You know that you were speaking directly to me the whole time. And she said, Well, what stood out to you most? I said there were two statements the first thing you said was i wish our people would invest more into their personal brand and, and the second one was um we've been playing small too long it's time to step up i said okay i said taylor if i've been playing small what are some ways that i can step up she said T, have you written a book i said no i haven't she said why not i said i, I didn't know i could what would i write it about she said what wouldn't you write it And I just started thinking about all the things I've done. She said, have you listed your streams of income? Have you listed your expertise? Do you have a portfolio of the experience you have? Do you have a media kit? And she's exposing me to all these things I don't have. And I realized I really have been playing small. So I asked her, I said, if I were to write a book, what would it be about? And she said, well, over the last six months, what have you done that's incredible? And I made myself a list. And she said, what is it that people need to hear about the most? I said, well, we're in times of COVID. Uh, people are looking to make money on social media, online, the quickest way. Uh, when I started entrepreneurship, I had 4,000 followers on Instagram. I think today I'm at around 30,000? 30, 30, 30, you, now you're
1: about yeah. 39. You know, we did our homework on you. You, know, you up there. <laughs> Y'all did your homework. <laughs> yeah, did. I'm at That's about right.
0: 30,000. And I said, um, I asked her transparently, I said, Taylor, would I look crazy to write a book about social media? She said, Tia, it's 2022 we're in the most digital era of all time. She said, that's the perfect thing for you to write a book about. So I started drafting concepts, I started studying, I started looking up people on Instagram that I look up to, uh, things that we all do consistently and compiled them all into one ebook. And I titled it, uh, Going Viral Digital Composition. And I actually, we have strayed away from calling it an ebook simply because um, it has hands-on resources for people to utilize via QR code to get an understanding of the social media space and things they may not have full clarity upon. So that was my first publication, um, I published it on December 5th, on December 8th it had over 100 sales, it's pushing about 300 right now, um, and it's the most incredible stream of passive income because the book is already written, but it still makes sales day after day after day. Mm. And- it's incredible stuff. So.
1: You, you you know you know the great thing that, you, that that I like about what you said was you just didn't jump out in terms of you've done your due diligence. You said I'm gonna study mm-hmm. these people, I'm gonna do a reading here, I'm, I'm gonna learn this video over here, I'm gonna do what I can and put it together and put my spin on it. Um exactly. that that's the part I think where some people kind of have that that lack of they don't do the additional steps which you was willing to do, right? I agree. Um You you got now you got things flowing. You got the streams of income, they 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 they're making money for you. And you mentioned mentees, right? Mentees, correct. Mentees and and shouts like say you are delta. Is this because of the the sorority or this is the business, mentor mentee? What is the part is that?
0: You know, those two channels have kind of crossed together too. Okay. Because I noticed that a lot of my sorors and delta. Want to do better with their money, want to know more about finances, want to mm. increase their knowledge of cryptocurrency. And you know, sometimes it gets a little prideful, but a lot of them say, Look, I just need to know. And you'd be surprised that the more seasoned deltas <laughs> ask me for more help than the ones I can my believe age.
1: it exactly. You know, they
0: say, if I knew this at your age, I would be here. I'm like, Well, it's not too late. <laughs> like, come on, we say, so You, get you get ain't, you ain't dead yet. Come on, now, exactly. You know, don't shut exactly, yourself yeah. down, correct? So, um. I have over a thousand mentees right now in the crypto space. And I would say about maybe 18% of them are from the same sorority as me, but about 40% are in the D9 uh, family as well.
1: So you, and, and like I said, I'm glad you, you mentioned crypto again, mentor sure. mentee space. Yeah. And I, and I, and like I said, I know you are, you, you get paid for your time uh, because right. you know, you, you're know getting all, you put pouring into people. A person right. wanted to get started in terms yeah. of, crypto space is just the beginning if you give them that that one nugget just getting started what would what would that be
0: uh my one nugget would probably be you don't have to be great to start but you have to start in order to be great i think uh the hesitation oh go ahead
1: no 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 go ahead i'm listening
0: i was saying the hesitation of not knowing enough not being good enough has held us back for long enough you know, we strayed away from getting into different spaces because we felt that we weren't knowledgeable enough. But here, we actually take people from no knowledge to apply knowledge, to learn knowledge, to teachable knowledge, to where they can actually duplicate the concepts to someone else and potentially save their family.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, if a person wanted to get started in crypto, yes. right? Yes. It want to get, give us that one book, that, that website or something to, that you would recommend to at least get them going from a basic wow. elementary level
0: okay so for elementary levy uh, i would have to go with i am master academy only because it's where i began i don't believe in putting people onto something that i didn't use
1: i think that's mm, very i love that very hypocritical. i love that
0: so, um i would just use what i where i began because it took me from no knowledge when i started investing i didn't have savings accounts i didn't know what stocks were all i knew was i wanted some more money and i saw people making it here <laughs> so i hopped in and um i just began to learn i think the learning mentality is something that has to be adopted a lot of times our people want money 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 so fast i'm like do you even understand how you're getting the money what you're gonna do when you make the money and where you're gonna take the money after nah i just gotta get rich i'm like then what i'm like if i give you ten thousand dollars with a ten dollar mentality you're still gonna blow it (laughs) so i think the concepts of understanding what money is for and how to use it as a tool that's what i learned through i am mastery through the five streams and that's what got me the most prepared uh, in the crypto space.
1: And I am Mastery is that you're a company, or you're just a part of the company?
0: No, no, no. We're we're partnered with them for the education side. So we handle the leadership, uh, the belief, the mindset side, and right. then we're partnered with them for the educational platform of the cryptocurrency. And we provide the mentorship via Zooms, webinars, uh, meetings, and full settings.
1: Gotcha. So, so you got your portfolio is pretty large. Do you dabble in anything in in real estate?
0: Oh, how'd you know, know that? Know that. Did, were you already told that or no?
1: no? No, 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 I was not. I was just, you know, it's a real estate show. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just want to know, did, did you, did I figured that, that that you may have some dabbling at all. I'm just unsure. I hope I exposed I, I um, so something. I have, yes, I
0: actually have a couple of uh, BNB properties. Um, nice. that I'm facilitating right now. One in New Orleans, uh, one in Houston, one in Atlanta, and then in the DMV area, I'm a co-owner. So we're, you know, sharing. Um, right. But yes, I actually have a lot of respect in regards for the real estate realm because when I started, I thought it was gonna be a cakewalk. Not true. That that, and I think that's the biggest misconception about real estate. Oh, I'm gonna just get me a house. Really? You th- really? You think that's it? <laughs> 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 but it made me appreciative for the startup capital, of cryptocurrency, because every business venture requires capital and resources. I and mean, if you can have those both ahead of time, combined with the knowledge and wisdom to actually maneuver in that space, you'll be in a good position. So yes, I am experienced in real estate, but. If the Headley group would like to give me some pointers, I'm open to learn. I am open to learn.
1: That that's one thing about us, it's just that we are willing to always share. Because I believe that when you share, it does come back. It may not come back from you, but it'll come back from over here. Right. You that, know, you, know you, you give, you give, and it'll always come back. And like I, I just always believe in that. So you I like the fact that you used your leverage. You said, okay, I've done success, I was successful in all these other areas, and you were able right. to apply it to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Now you got all these different things ongoing. When do you get time to breath? just do you ever enjoy the moments or are you just ongoing? You
0: know, my aunt called me about three weeks ago and she said, Have you taken a trip? I said, No, yeah, I haven't been on the no trip. She said, All these vacations for work, you need to take a trip. I said, A trip for what? She said, You just need to relax and tell yourself good job. I said, Auntie, I tell myself good job every time I get a sale. She said, Oh, Mm. no, you need to just go somewhere, turn your phone off, and relax. I said, oh no i can't do that <laughs> she, said, gotcha. she said you're gonna run yourself dry she said you have to bbb be, be, break before burnout and mm. i'm learning more and more the importance of breaking before burnout because sometimes we feel like you know this alpha personality we feel like as soon as we complete a task we want to complete another now i did this now i want to do another and another and another but sometimes the task itself can be an area of satisfaction And I had Mm. to learn to be appreciative of things I've done. Thankful for the articles, excited for, you know, the the good things happening, because if not, you'll never really have that true gratitude for what's coming to you. So I'm just learning how to take breaks. Don't let me get on here and say I've been taking them because I have but I'm learning how to take breaks. I even scheduled a trip to Puerto Rico in April to celebrate and just relax. I'm getting better with it, but it was a growing point. I wasn't always at this point.
1: Quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, and you might want to change new environment you don't like the atmosphere you're in the headley group realty could be there to assist you with your career what do we offer great culture great environment leads and an awesome commission structure let us be there to support your business one thing you got to be in the state of north carolina let's get back to the show well, I mean, it's like, it's like your auntie said, you definitely do have time, have time hitting that refresh button. That's why I call it from the okay. computer, say, okay, okay, let, let me, because you okay. on that vacation, you may say, well, I may want to change this up or take this person and put them from over here to over there.
0: Okay.
1: Um, the tax prepare business.
0: Oh, talk uh, to me.
1: What, what made you say, I know we dive into this area here and we Sorry. all got to pay our taxes. Uh, what made you say, I'm going to do my own thing and make a business out of it?
0: So I'll be honest with the tax business, I realized that taxes are something that everybody has, but not always wants to do. You know, everybody's a part of it. Everybody's involved with it, but not everybody has the expertise or the knowledge of how to do this the right way. Kind of similar with cryptocurrency. We all see it. (laughs) <laughs> but we're not quite uh, educated on it the way properly. And I always wonder, right. you know, why these things are part in school. Balancing checkbooks, filing taxes, incomes, credits, deductions. I'm like, why is the only thing we're taught is how to sign student loans? <laughs> like, help me That's understand it.
1: it. So true, but, so, so um, true.
0: Like you said, our time is uh, very, very valuable. So even with the taxes, I'm partnered with a company called TaxWiz. <clears throat> They're the, one of the only Black-owned tax companies in the state of Alabama. And I really got knowledgeable with this through another one of my sisters, her name is Bree Johnson. Her Instagram is Brie, the Number Two Smooth S M O O V E. She put me in position. She's been partnered with them for years now. And my first year in business with her, I saw her promoting. I can do taxes. Here's the business, and I said, "Well, I'll just let you do my taxes." I, I, I said, "Hey, do mine." This okay. year, she said, "Why don't you just learn how to prepare?" I said. Me and here here goes my friends again pushing me to be greater. I said That's nice. Um, I said, since I never thought about preparing taxes, she said, Why not? And I'm like, I I didn't have a reason why I did it. So I I actually got my preparation, uh, got my level one, got everything squared away. And now I'm in position to actually show people some of their greatest returns. One of my mentees, he received a $14,000 return last week. And I almost cried because I said, this is literally the fruition of the things or the seeds that God has planted from far before. And it's just incredible to see how the people that are coming into my life are making me better in ways that I hadn't even imagined. Tax preparation wasn't on my 2022 goals a book wasn't on my 2021 goals but for some reason being surrounded by people who want to see me greater is pushing me to higher heights than i ever met
1: you you i mean i I just i'm I'm speechless when it comes to that because that is so that that is literally the golden nugget there is surrounding yourself around the people right the people that's because you keep you mention keep mentioning pushing my friends is pushing me you got some great people around you Right? Do they not do. let them people go, right? Uh, now, if they dead weight, you got to cut them low, cut them off. <laughs> but if they- Mike, you got to
0: tell them that one again. Tell them that one more time.
1: If they are dead weight, snip, you got to cut it, <laughs> right? So you can continue to float to the top. I agree. Do you have a thirst and a hunger for learning and knowledge? It appears you do.
0: I do. Uh, I think mm. coming from the engineering space, I've always been inquisitive. I've always wanted to know why. People say, hey Tia, um, this machine does this, why? We're gonna use this to go here, why? This is able to, why? I've always wanted to know the explanation or the understanding of why Mm. something it does, why things work the way that they do. And I think that knowledge of asking why is something that's helped me in entrepreneurship because people don't too much care about the how, the what, the when, or the where. They wanna know why. Why are you doing it? Why are you in taxes? Why are you writing books? Why are you investing in crypto? Why are you teaching people the skill? And once they know why, they can kind of relate to you a little bit better. You know, facts tell, stories sell. But people may not relate to you as a, as what you're doing, but they can relate to why you're doing.
1: Hmm. I like that. I like these. You just kind of. I even though I knew it, but when you hear it, it, just, it just reaffirms. It's different. Uh, Tia, like, like I said, v, you you literally, and I mean, it went by so quickly because we just having we we having fun on this, just having a great conversation here, and. Uh, Now now, now I guess look at V is a very, very busy person and to keep her up she don't mind me sharing she took time to talk to us, she just got up a flight, a flight was running late and she said I gotta jump on the show and I admire you now, thank you for that. Um, V, is there a question that I didn't ask that you would like to ask, did you like to answer?
0: if i had to give one question i'm very big you know like you said giving is the only way to receive if you truly want to receive give. um in what ways can i serve the head what ways could E-T-A-Bolden my platform my streams my influence what can we do to kind of edify and uplift the vision um, of you all or maybe assist with partnership in the future i don't want this to be the first and last time this year.
1: Oh man, well sister, first of all, you an alumni of this show. We're gonna have you back two or three more times, right? Uh because I like I said, I like your energy and, and, and I just I just like everything we just saying has a, has an organic truth about it, right? And I really, really admire that. The we asked yeah. guests, every guest for two golden nuggets, right? You gave us thousands, <laughs> literally. Give us two golden nuggets, whether it be a book, scripture, a quote, or anything that could be inspiration that keeps you going. What is that?
0: So I have a very strong faith in God, Uh, just, you know, growing up in the church and understanding that, you know, I would be nothing about, uh, excuse me, I would be nothing without uh, God in my life in the forefront that he's put me at. Uh, Having faith-based leadership is probably one of the greatest things that I've ever been a part of because uh, entrepreneurship is not a clear road. It's not understood. It doesn't always make sense. And I had to learn that the curves are actually what makes the journey. You don't really learn when you succeed you learn when you're overcoming and going through things and getting better so i said if i can just keep faith trust god and keep going no matter what i'm being faced with i can find a way to get better um the second nugget and i don't want to say it wrong uh, let me see if i can actually give it to you the proper way because i'm thinking about getting it i'm thinking about getting it put up somewhere uh, just because of how much it means to me and I'm going to find it right now. It's about positioning because I've had a lot of friends uh, lose sight in the past couple of months just in entrepreneurship as a whole and uh, just, you know, not really feeling the energy when it's not hot. And I I have to tell them great leaders are not created in the good season. Great leaders Mm -hmm. are created in time of adversity and overcome. That's it. it. And um, I'm going to find the quote.
1: Because you're tested. Well, why you looking for that quote? I'm, I'm going to talk about Fine. that because you're tested. Right. And and it's funny, you said I had a discussion with uh, someone who, you know, future think about becoming getting a license, becoming part of the company. Of and the Fine. first thing I told him, I said, now, be prepared. Now, you're a business owner. You will be a business yeah. owner who happens to be licensed. And it's going to take. It's going to take and require a lot of you, meaning time, money, energy, and resources. So be prepared oh. for that. It's not just okay. I I work two hours and I get this great success. So no, it's going to require a lot of you. So that's one to add on top of what you were just saying.
0: No, I completely agree, hundred percent. And sometimes um, we have to be stretched a little bit to reach that actual bandwidth that we have uh, called before us. I'm, I promise I'm going to find this quote Oh, I'm that's fine. Yeah, you
1: take your time, it. man. Well, Why are you looking for that? I'm going to give a shout outs for all these these different Go things. And uh, like I said, we, we're going to definitely support this sister here. The name of her book is called Going Viral Digital Composition. And right. again, so many titles from entrepreneur, founder, designer and author and a speaker, uh, as well as a uh, tax preparer. This is doing some great things. And before she gives us this last golden nugget, I do want to ask her, do she want to shout out any future things coming down the line?
0: Oh man, like what's next?
1: <laughs> what's next? Well, give us that so last little honest. nugget.
0: Um, oh, you want the nugget first or what's next? I want that
1: nugget first, and you tell us what's next.
0: Okay, um, I think I have it, let me see. I know that it has to deal with permission. I, I'm going to get it put on something because okay. I don't want to mess it up. But um, it, it kind of goes along the fact of you were put in position to give other people permission. Once you mm. allow permission for your dreams, you give other like people that. reason to believe in theirs. That's right. Um, and I, I, think, I think I said it right, I'm gonna say it again. You were put in position to allow others permission. Once you allow That's permission right. for your dreams, you give other people permission to achieve theirs. And I truly believe that it speaks to me heavily because um, I have a lot of friends that, you know, they say, you know, I just look at what you're doing and I know that I can keep going. going. Um, I look it. at what you've done and inspires me to keep going. I had, you know, a friend tell me this morning, you know, I didn't really want to get out the bed today. I didn't want to keep going. I didn't want to do it, but there was something that kept me going. I looked at something you put on social media. I can truly say that, you know, you're the reason I got out of bed today. And when I hear these testimonies and see these things, I'm like, how could I ever stop? How could I pause? How could I take a break? When there are truly people whose efforts are driven by my belief, whose efforts are driven because I chose to keep going. And I think that's what propels me to not take my foot off the gas Not take a day off because you don't know the next, you know, the next big Oprah, the next Barack Obama could be coming from seeing something that you're doing today. So I think that's what gives me just the permission itself uh, to keep going, keep becoming a better leader and a greater entrepreneur every single day.
1: Big facts, big facts, big facts. Uh, What's
0: coming next? (laughs) What's coming
1: next? Hit us with that last one. What's coming next? I know Uh, you're busy.
0: I have a note in my phone. It's called Bankroll. Um, It's all of my upcoming endeavors. Everything, I always tell myself when I reach this level or this tax bracket, I'm going to do this. When I get this Mm. much saved, I'm going to do this. And I add it to my bankroll. And I say, Mm. I'm so happy and grateful now that the bankroll is complete. So uh, I think next on my bankroll, I have a couple of paid partnerships that I want to become a part of. I've had a few people ask me to model, which is incredible because I never thought I was going to be a model. Listen, (laughs) here's
1: my thing, Sister. And like I said, and I, I had to interrupt on this one. Thing. Beauty is, beauty is, okay, from the outside, but the fact that your energy, that's why I said when you so you said you sold them shirts, People's attracted to you, Rika. People said, I mean, I, I want to, I like her personality, I like her, I want to sure. buy. So, let's put you on, get you on that model runway.
0: Man, I appreciate you. Uh, March, I'll be doing the John C. Maxwell Leadership Coaching Course. If you need some help with that, text me, I do have a plug. Her name is Kathy. She's looking for people for this cohort because they have to fill it up month to month. So, Text me on the side, we'll handle that. Okay. Um, okay, exactly. A lot of people have asked me to create graphic design courses. They're like, You do flyers, can you teach me? <laughs> so, graphic design courses, marketing courses, social media branding courses. Um, the two women I told you about, Bree Johnson and uh, Taylor Allen they're actually looking to go partnership on some upcoming courses and put some things together uh, just so that we can have that in our repertoire. And I just think to myself, how powerful is it to see three African-American women, all in entrepreneurship encompassing three different sides of it, exposing it in a way that's clear for anyone to understand. So that's definitely something in the works soon to come, you know, hold your breath on that one, but it's going to be powerful, insightful, and filled with value. Um, I actually have an ambition of becoming an angel investor. Um, I want to nice. actually help black people build their brands. I don't want funding to be a deterrent for black people building their So get, I want to become an angel investor for black businesses. Uh, I've actually been invited to a couple of board of directors. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Uh, my friend in Houston wants me to go in on an exotic car business with him for the rentals. And then mm-hmm. my friend in, uh, what is it, Detroit? He wants to do a uh, Turo. And different types of material management for cars. So there's a couple of things on the way. Uh, one of my friends from undergrad is starting an engineering firm, wants to partner with me on that. So the bankroll is definitely picking up and I'm just thankful for the foundation, uh, the capital, the resources, but more importantly, the faith to keep going. So
1: You know, so l- listen, people, like I said, th- this, this young lady right here has really spit out so many great jewels, younger people sitting home and saying, I can't, I can't do this. She's showing you. You can make it happen. There's a no certain age when you can and can't do something. She's making it happen. That's said, we want to shout Miss uh, Tia Bolden out, V. I want to thank you for being part of the show. You, you are an alumni. And uh, <laughs> officially, officially. you're official alumni. Like I said, thank okay, you for can being I get a,
0: here. Uh, Can I get a quick a uh, quick, Headley Group shout out? I just want to put
1: you on my social media. Oh, okay. Yo, listen, hey, listen. This is Mike Headley with the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Ooh. I want to thank Miss V for being on our show. The thing, like I and subscribe, my- support us, please. We're trying to make it happen. <laughs> I appreciate you. So so we want to see you all. We'll see you all next time on the Head to Good Real Estate Show. You guys take care. Hey, gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And so while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.